How are we doing, everybody? This is another episode, the third, third episode of Three Up, Three Down. The Unfortunately, third. it's just your two, your two, uh, two favorites over at Crack One Media, <laughs> Jack and and Rick, in the studio today. But let's go. Uh, we will break down where Alex is. It is has something to do with enemy territory. You can guess where that is, <clears throat> New York. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, another another week. Kind of cooled off this weekend here in Chicago. I don't know about out there, but yeah, you know, baseball season. We're at, at officially the quarter mark of the season. It's mm-hmm. exciting, scary. Yeah, honestly, kind of. I feel like it flew by, right? Like, like I read something where it's like we're at the quarter mark, and I was like, already, god damn it. <clears throat> yep, 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 yep. Time is flying when your teams are mediocre or starting to a slow start, <laughs> or if you're like a Yankees fan. Jumping out to that early lead, but um, yeah, so let's let's jump right into it. I, I think we'll start her off with a little bit of the depressing note. I think I, I think we both picked, you know, two big guys that are, have hit the IR mm-hmm. or have been plagued with injuries. Um, one of them being a former Cubby. So I'll let you take it away with Chris Bryant. Yeah, man, Chris Bryant uh, back to the bench for some lower back troubles uh, starting today, Monday. Um, I guess it's just like a recurrence with his lower back and cost him 21 games from April. I think it's, he started April 29th when he went on the IL and, uh, he had returned on Saturday, went one for four in the opener of a, uh, of a doubleheader against the Mets, went 0 for two with two walks on Sunday. And then during, uh, during the, uh, I guess, or after that game on Sunday, he was just kind of like, Hey, my lower back's killing me or something like that. And they, they basically pulled him from the lineup on Monday. Um, and I mean, you know, like I said, this is something that he has already dealt with the beginning of this season, missing 21 games. Um, and this was during a, during a stretch, right? The first 11 games of the season, um, was it posting a 349 batting average, but then after a one for 16 stretch over four plus games, that's when he went on the, on the IL for that. And, yeah, man. Right now he's batting 270 with a 342 on base, four doubles, and no home runs through 17 total games. So he's going to be on the IL. I don't know for how long, um, but it's always kind of a, a tough, tough thing for the Rockies, especially right. Because if you look at the Rockies right now in the NL West, the tough NL West, probably with he's. I think that and like the NL in the AL East are probably the two best divisions in baseball. But the NL West, the Rockies last in the division. But if you put them in every, any other division in baseball except for the AL East, they'd be like second or third. So you know, with uh, them losing Chris Bryant, especially you know, uh, like we said, a quarter through already a, a quarter at the quarter mark of the season, uh, it's just tough for them to even attempt to claw back at that. Um, so you know, Chris Bryant being out is going to be tough for them. But you know, hopefully it's not for much longer, and you know he's able to come back. And he signed. He signed uh, what a seven-year, seven-year deal, uh, 182 million dollars. So you hope, you know, the Rockies already in this first first year of that deal can kind of get some uh, some production from him. Um, hopefully, with hopefully by the All Star break or halfway through the season, something like that for him. But yeah, he is down. Who knows for how long? But he has been taken out of the lineup starting this week. I hate to hear it, especially mm-hmm. being the the big stud they brought. You yeah, know, broke the bank on him for for that money. Um, but that's unfortunate. Hopefully, it doesn't cause anything that needs him to go 
to the surgery table. Um, hopefully, it's something yeah. that just kind of rest and uh, um, keeping you know things kind of low key for a little bit will will help. Hopefully, you don't have to shut them down for the year. But, uh, you know, definitely uh, disencouraging signs from from Chris Bryant, as especially saying he hasn't hit the ball in the elevation mm-hmm. out of the park yet. So. Um, yeah, especially that. I mean, he's in Colorado. He's playing, you know, he's playing in Colorado. Like that's kind of rough to not have a home run in that that stadium. No doubt, no doubt at all, no doubt at all. So hopefully, Chris Bryant returns. Uh, Rockies fans, I know, I know you're hurting for that one. Um, hopefully, oh, yeah. we'll see him return soon. Um, and for the other side of New York. Mets fans, another one of their starting pitchers, Max Scherzer, has been added to the IR after suffering a moderate to high grain oblique strain. Uh, it should sideline him for almost six to eight weeks. Uh, on Wednesday last week, he was pitching. He knew immediately he'd gone five and a third or five and two thirds, I believe, before throwing a pitch and and just signaling immediately, walking around the the the. Uh, uh, mound for a few minutes and, and, and calling out the, the training staff before leaving the game. He did go, like I said, five and a third in that game. He did get credited for that win. Uh, but like I said, another blow to, to that rotation with, with Jason DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom already not having pitched um, and Tyler McGill also on the IL with right bicep tendonitis. So um, the pitching staff is being... Um, you know, kind of taken out one by one over in, on the uh, for the Mets, but the the ball club seems to be pretty close. I know they got um, a few guys back, but you hate to see someone as as key to that lineup, especially with Degrom out, uh, with Scherzer going down. Yeah, man, and and you know it's the Mets, right? Like they're they're still number one in the NL East right now, and luckily for them, they have a, they have a pretty pretty big lead in that division you know they're they're up eight games i think atlanta is in second yep atlanta's second in that division so a, a huge loss for sure but if they can just continue going you know with the next man up mentality and and what they've been doing out there uh in new york uh they can they can you know continue they can i, I think they can uh uh, what maintain until Scherzer comes back and Jacob Degrom decides to, to start pitching, you know. Um, but yeah, still, still a huge, huge blow to that team uh, losing uh, Scherzer. Absolutely, absolutely. And like we said, um, we don't hate the Mets as much as we hate the Yankees. So hopefully, you can get them back and and kind of win that sub uh, Subway Series. I don't know. But, I'm still kind of salty with the Mets when they beat uh, the Cubs in the 2015 NLCS. <laughs> you got it back the year after. Relax. That's true. They haven't won Relax. shit. You're right. Relax. <laughs> uh, so we'll uh, move on to our unsponsored uh, po- segment. Icy Hot. Icy Hot, sponsor us. I almost bought a, uh, a package of Icy Hot just to bring on the, on the show and, and show to the fans, but I didn't know if that would be a copyright infringement or what. But Make we're just trying to show uh, show why your brand's the best when it comes to relieving pain relief. Icy hot. Um, I need I think, some. Actually, uh, I really need some. I, dude, same right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> back is hurting. Like I'm like Chris. I know your back's hurting. My back hurts as well. But I would be I'd be ready to play in any game. But whatever. <laughs> Put uh, me in. Put me in. That's just a beer league athlete talking. It is finest <laughs> facts. Um, facts. So yeah, I, I know I've let you guys start in the past. I guess I'll. I'll kind of lead this one off, and uh, mm-hmm. and we'll start her off with the icy. The icies have the ice, um, icy hot. 
So Kansas City Royals, uh, fourteen and twenty-six to start the year. Already ten and a half games back in the Central. Uh, a team that's has a mi- minus fifty-six run differential currently, Jesus. allowing two hundred and one runs with one hundred and forty-five scored. Uh, yeah, it's been bad. I mean, Salvi Perez has been hurt. Pitching has been hurt. Uh, the bullpen has been awful. Uh, the other day, they lost, I think on Sunday, it was indescribable is what Mike, Mike Matheny described after the, the yeah. Royals blew a six-run lead, lead um, and then ended up losing 7-6 to the Twins. You know, Brady Singer gave the Royals uh, a scoreless outing before turning it over to the bullpen, which would give up the six-run lead. And, you know, the Twins would end up getting, I think, the sweep that of the series. So, yeah, I know Salvi Perez has been kind of off and on in the IR. Um, mm-hmm. It's been fun to watch a little bit is Bobby Witt Jr. He uh, had a few doubles and, and I think a triple when he was in Chicago. Uh, but he's currently hitting two fifteen. Overall, I know Kansas City wasn't expected to do much this year. They're still kind of trying to fit the pieces with the veterans and, and bring in these rookies that they've been developing in the farm. Uh, Pitching-wise, you know, you've seen that with Brady Singer and and the other guy. Um, added to the count. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's me every time. I can't remember names worth of shit. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Granky's been kind of okay. He's, you know, it's still Zach Granky, still kind of the the, yeah. the oddball of the league, but um, he's been giving them innings. And, <laughs> and you know, I know they've got Whit Merrifield in, at second and Andrew Benatendi in left that are decent players. But Mondesi, I think, has been hurt, and uh, Kansas City really hasn't been able to field uh, a competitive team this year. And and like I said, expectations weren't high, but you're still looking to kind of progress this farm system into your your big league club and. And I guess maybe you'll see some more faces we don't recognize in that lineup by uh, by the end of uh, um, after the All Star break. We'll you know we'll see. It'll be uh, be interesting to see if they're they're big sellers at the deadline. I know they've got a few of those guys tied up for a few years, so that would be the icy for me. I don't know what you got any thoughts on the, the Kansas City Royals. I mean, not really. Just kind of what you were saying, right? Like I. I... I really don't keep up with the Kansas City Royals. They won the the, the World Series that one year with Zobris that when he was on the team. And like you said, just to kind of basically, you know, reiterate what you said, they they they've got a good rookie in Bobby Witt Jr. and they've got to have a, a lot of guys come up for them to see what they have in their farm, right? To see if they're going to be competitive with the guys they have in their farm now. Um, yeah, I never expected the the Royals to ever come into the season and really do much, especially in a pretty tough central uh, with you guys in there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they they suck. They plain just suck. So, <laughs> you know, at least they have the uh, at least it's they not have pretty. the. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. At least they have the. Uh, God damn it, the Chiefs there to root for football season. Well, and that's that's a funny thing. You know, I know Mahomes. I think after last year or this year, bought into to the Royals, so he's a part-time yeah, he there. So, you know, he wants to see success as he's seeing on the football field, but not to Ooh. be this year for Kansas City. Not to be. They have actually played the Sox well, though. I think they have a winning record against the Sox, which Oh, really? I didn't know that. But, uh, nonetheless, 14-26, and 26, 10 and a half games back. We'll see you later, Kansas City. Um, so, I'll break, my, I'll break my train of only picking kind of teams for my icy hots. My hot this week's going to be uh, the pitcher out of uh, Miami in the name of Sandy Alcantara. 
pitched a complete game on Sunday night versus the Braves, allowing six hits, three unearned runs, and seven Ks. His May 16th start saw him go eight innings with one run allowed in three hits, so tons and tons of innings. Uh, his week finished with a week is with, he had a week ERA of point five three in seventeen God innings. Damn. Opponents were hitting a batting average of one fifty. Um, yeah, so dude was tossing some stuff this week. Yeah, he was. Uh, Jesus. Overall in the year, he's four and two, so a winning record uh, with a ERA of two eleven in fifty nine <clears throat> and two thirds innings with forty nine Ks. Currently sits at a one point eight wins above replacement. So yeah, no, it's I, I think what Sandy Alcantara did, especially against the Braves, allowing um, you know six hits, three unearned, um, seven Ks, and going that complete game versus the champs, the defending champs. It's uh, yeah. it's very impressive for a Miami team that's that's seeming to get to a you know mediocreish to a hot start. That I believe, I honestly, I don't follow Miami that that much, but no, me neither. Let me uh, let me double check before I'm spewing BS. <laughs> Yeah, no. So they're eighteen and twenty-two. They're fourth in that division. They're eight and a half back. Uh, you know, again, another team that kind of wasn't expected to do much. But nice to see a, a guy earn his first player of the week in terms of MLB honors in San Diego Contra. So that would be my ice or my hot for the week. Is he? Uh, he's not a rookie. I don't think you mentioned he was a rookie. Or no, he? no, no, no. He's, no? Okay, he's pitched so... something like five hundred innings in the league. I think. Oh, okay, okay. So then you you should probably see him in another uniform in the next couple of years. Because that's what yeah. the Marlins love to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like That's yeah. what they like to do. <laughs> they Absolutely. like to bring up these great <laughs> prospects, watch them just do wonders in the in the, um, in the the Marlins organization, then, you know, trade them for fucking peanuts, kind of like the Reds and the Pirates, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, good for him. Uh, I, I did read the – I think I read an article on MLB.com about him. So, yeah, dude, he – like his in – a, in, a, in a week with 17 innings – and an ERA of 0.53, like that is ridiculous. That's those are really good numbers. You know, if if you see him go for NL Cy Young, like that would be ridiculous, right? Like just we're talking about him now, and then you know maybe a hopeful. You never know. You never know. Absolutely, absolutely. And he was featured first. No, I'm just kidding. MLB got to us first. But, <laughs> uh, no, good, good, uh, good week for sure. Definitely earned his paycheck in uh, in that 17 innings and in two starts in, in last week. Yeah, dude, absolutely did. Um, I will continue the icy hot with my icy hot, and I'll start off with the icy. Um, and kind of like you, I'm going to go into a player next. But icy are the San Francisco Giants, and kind of what seems to be a yearly occurrence. Uh, the Giants place Brandon Belt in the 10 day DL, or sorry, IL, for discomfort and swelling in his knees. So, you know, like I said, it happens every year. Brandon Belt really good defensively like he, he puts up his offensive numbers but every year he just goes on the IL and it's just it is what it is but it, it sucks now because um the Giants are are are, are having a rough stretch right now I mean, you know discomfort and swelling in his knee you know what else gives discomfort and to a possible extent swelling is the Giants being swept for the first time this season by the Padres Oh yeah! By the way, the Padres are in the NL West, where the Giants are. Like, you know what I mean? And 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 the sweep now puts the Giants four and a half games back of the Padres and five games back of the division-leading Dodgers. Oh, and by the way, they're two and six against both those teams this year. Obviously, we're only a quarter of the way through, right? And there's plenty of times for the Giants, uh, plenty of time for the Giants to make a run, you know, uh, for either the division or just a play playoff spot. But 
like I mentioned, the NL West is probably the best division in the NL and one of and one of two of uh, the best division in baseball. Um, and with the way they played the cards, you know, they went one for two and Rodon got absolutely hammered on Sunday night baseball on a huge stage. They need to start playing like they did last year, you know, when they won 107 games to kind of get out of this slump. You know, I think they have them coming up, the Cardinals, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe uh, or someone else. But either way, like they got to get these division games. Um, really, they just got to be able to beat the Dodgers and, and, and the Padres now, you know. Um, they were the, the Giants were kind of a surprise last season. Uh, when they did make the playoffs, and, and a lot of people didn't really uh, write them in. But, you know, again, they won 107 games, made the playoffs no problem. Um, they they just need to start playing better, and a sweep by the Padres is not a good start to this uh, to this season for them in a very, very tough NL West. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, it's... <clears throat> It's disappointing. I mean, it was one of the best finishes we've seen in in uh, finish to a season in a long time with that mm-hmm. battle. Um, like you said, they've fallen five games off the pace. Um, it's not a shocker, like you said, that yeah. that belt's on the IL uh, <laughs> can't be can't be getting swept by division teams. It's definitely yeah. uh, the first and foremost when you're when you're trying to compete in division and and especially when you've got the Dodgers in there as well and and they're just kind of running away with it and. And, you know, San Diego staying behind close, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, similar to kind of the White Sox, I'm not going to get into it yet. But uh, <laughs> uh, they got to get their, they, you know, you got to get your ass in gear and, and start winning some ball games and, and flipping the script because, like we said, we're a quarter of the way through the season. So I think that's a good take. I think it's a good yeah, take. Four uh, and, and- <laughs> I think four and six in the last ten games, like they're just not playing good ball. They really aren't. And I don't know if it's like – you know, I said it, Rodon got absolutely demolished, you know, on Sunday Night Baseball by the Cards, but I think it's, I think it was more, I think it said more about the Cardinals. I think they won those games. It wasn't necessarily the Giants lost those games. I think the Cardinals, you know, like, like I had said earlier um, in the, in the, in, in, I think the first episode, right? Cardinals can be sneaky good, man. And I think th- that does say more about the Cardinals that they are a tough team. And I mean, right now they're sitting second in the division, twenty-three and eighteen. And after they 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 uh, you know manhandled the Giants in the tough NL West, I think, like I said, I think that says more about the Cardinals. But like you said, the Giants really have to step it up, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. But kind of how you were, you know, you, you you moved away from teams for the icy hot. I'm going with a player and for the hot, and it's going to be Trevor Story. Um, it's safe to say Trevor Story is back to normal after the week he had, uh, at least for now. You know, uh, he had a very tough, almost the first quarter of the season, but you know he came back with a vengeance. And all, even though it was against the Mariners, right, the four-game sweep, the Red Sox, and really this is a Red Sox too, right, coming back almost being being hot uh, right now. Um, I'm sure Red Sox fans are breathing a sigh of relief to have him back like he was. You know, since May 17th against the Astros, he's got eight hits. 13 RBIs, five home runs, nine runs. He raises OPS by over 100 points in just one night when when the Red Sox absolutely demolished the Mariners 12 to 12 to six. Um, and a guy who strikes out quite a bit, in, you know, in his career, he only did so twice in that four game series against the, against the Mariners. So, um, you know, it's, it's the, the the Red Sox as a team have been getting better, like I was saying, but it it, it really is 
there's there's a lot of credit to be to be given to uh, Trevor Story and this is exactly what why they got him right like this is because this is what he does and and this is what he continue what he needs to continue to do and you know if this is if this series against the Mariners is the one where he kind of like you know comes back figures it out and starts playing like he has you know then th- this guy was in the uh, MVP race three years in a row like he got a good amount of vote- votes for three years in a row and rookie of the year I think in twenty. 17 or something like that. Um, so this guy's got to, got to play to what, to, to, to basically all the accolades that, that have been given to him. And, you know, so as long as he keeps doing what he's doing, uh, the Red Sox are shrieking a little bit and they might give the, the Yankees and basically the rest of the AL East a run for its money. But Trevor story is my hot for the week. Absolutely. A team that's won, I think five, if not six in a row, Yep. Uh, those pesky Red Sox. Uh, but, no, that's it, a good pick. Uh, the guy's been on a tear in the last week and a half, like you said. Um, he's barreling up the ball, and he's seeing mm-hmm. it well. I think it took a little bit of an adjustment time to, to get used to going from kind of, you know, the West Coast. Or not the West Coast, but, you know, the West in terms mm-hmm. of Colorado and a, a city that, you know, likes its baseball but isn't as quite as passionate as, as Boston's faithful and and you know yeah. I know he was being booed during the Sox Sox series and and other series as well. It was you know it was a tough start out of the gates, but it seems like he's finally finding his his stride and and it's nice to see uh, um, another guy who was kind of paid some decent decent money. I think he would have mm-hmm. seen uh, a little bit more if he maybe uh, played a little bit better. But um, no, it's good to see that uh, Trevor Story's hitting his hitting his stride. And and you had mentioned you know like the Red Sox faithful. I I was watching I was watching one of their games. Uh, I think it was like last week or something. Or I was watching a highlight. Dude, the Fenway is packed all the time, and and you know they Red Sox have been pretty. I would say consistently good since really they won the World Series, right? Since Big Poppy, Manny, uh, all those guys were were on the team, and they've been consistently good since then. And you know their their fans are always there, and then like. I'll watch like some Cubs games and Wrigley is just empty as fuck. And maybe the weather has something to do with it, right? But I'm also kind of like, dude, Red Sox fans are crazy different. I think, like, like you said it yourself, they they are very, very loyal to the team and just to baseball in general. So, it you know, I I do just want to give props to the Red Sox fans for just going to every game, no matter what their record is, because it almost seems to be an event every summer or every baseball season for Red Sox fans. And, you know, I, I just, I just kind of love seeing that out of uh baseball fans and, you know, just baseball in general. No doubt. No doubt. So, uh, and that is your icy hot segment again, unsponsored by icy hot, but we, we, we both could use some icy hot. So send it our way. We'll use it. We'll test it. We'll advertise it. <laughs> Three up, three down. Sponsored by Icy Hot. That already sounds great. It rolls off the tongue. Does um, does hit us up? Like I said, Rick and I have back pain, and we need some <laughs> relief. Um, that's because Jackson athlete, and I'm just old, so that's why. <laughs> a, a beer league athlete. Um, <laughs> athlete nonetheless. So, damn it. Moving on, moving on to a little bit more of a serious topic, and and kind of what happened. And yes, it was. With my White Sox, but it was also mm-hmm. with your, you know, your pesky motherfucking Yankees, and um, you know another guy that we will add to our list, and I'm sure we'll talk about on big leagues this oh, yeah. week. Uh, but he will be added to the list. I will allow that to happen on Wednesday. But <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson. They uh, beefed a little bit last week when the Yankees were in town in Chicago, and, and Donaldson kind of pushed Anderson off the bag while making a tag at the third. It was called interference. It was a hard mm-hmm. tag. Donaldson said he apologized. He's just trying to make a baseball play. It's not the first time these two had beefed, and it's not the first time Donaldson has said anything um, about the White Sox as he kind of um, went after Lucas Giolito last season. So, yeah, that's kind of the start of it. Things escalated on uh, on Friday when mm-hmm. Donaldson, after rounding the bases after uh, the end of an inning, called Tim Anderson or referred to uh, Tim Anderson saying, What's up, Jackie? Um and Tim Anderson took offense, as he should. You know, I think uh, as a guy that was quoted to say uh, it feels like a Jackie situation in the sense of I'm trying to make it fun again in a Bleacher Report article. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tim Anderson immediately took offense. There was commotion. You know, they had to be separated. And then when Donaldson came up to the plate the next inning, uh, Yasbani Grandel got in his ear. And, and I think White Sox faithful gained a ton and ton of respect for Yasmani as he was ready to rip, mm-hmm. you know, Donaldson's ear off at, at the plate. And, and, you know, then the benches, you know, cleared and, and the bullpens cleared. And, and we had a little bit of a, you know, not no punches were thrown, but, um, you know, the bench is cleared in New York on Friday, Friday, because, you know, that piece of shit Donaldson is, is, you know, I, I don't think it's, it, it's just not, you know, if you're not friends, I know mm-hmm. Anderson referred to himself, you know, it didn't really, refer, you know, the article, but you know, if you're, you're friends, you can't be saying that shit. You know, I think you're just trying to, yeah. in, it, you know, you're inciting, um, it, it's ignorant. I, I, I don't agree with it. You know, Donaldson was handed a, a one-game suspension uh, today and a fine. He will be appealing both. Um, I do think he was also added to the COVID IR, which he was sitting um, in the benches of Yankee <laughs> Stadium, just hanging out during the off day Saturday night. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm interested to hear your take on it. It was it was definitely upsetting, and, and it was. I'd love to see Tony Ralusa Really didn't want to talk to New York media. Um, you yeah. know, Liam Hendricks said it was bullshit. You know, if you're not friends, you can't really, you know, it, it's not a joke. It, you know, it's not funny and it's something you can't really say. And, and Yasmani backed him up as well. And I love to see that this team kind of built around it and took it as, as power to go win the double header yesterday that we'll talk about a little bit. But, um, no, it was, it was an interesting situation in New York on Friday. Yeah, man. And that's the thing, right? Like I, I can understand as competitors in a sport, really any sport, it doesn't matter if you want to get some sort of mental edge over a guy, right? But when you refer to someone as Jackie Robinson, someone who broke the color barrier in baseball, and you say that in a manner in the, in which that is just wrong, right? Like it, it like again, Josh Donaldson is a white guy and he's known to be a dick, right? He, he Tim Anderson knew how he said that he knew the tone he was there when you know he was there to hear it so when you do something like that you're not doing that to get a mental edge you're doing that to piss him off and you're you know you're doing that almost um and maybe i don't know i don't know josh donaldson and you know i don't know if he's a racist if he's ever said racist shit before he's clearly been a dick before right and and that whole like him trying to tag him off third base earlier in that uh game is proof of it but that carries a weight behind it. 
And Josh Donaldson knows that it's it's tough to escape in today's world to escape the, these these like racially charged things people say. It, it's everywhere. So when he says some dumb shit like that, and Yasmin Grandal's in his ear, and Josh Donaldson's is talking back, I wish, dude, I wish Yasmin Grandal would have would have you know fucking uh, uh just punched them in the face right then and there. AJ like, Barrett. Uh, yeah, yeah, Barrett. Yeah, fucking grab them and pop, just pop them right in the face. Because Josh Donaldson is a piece of shit. And you're right, we will add him on the list on uh, Big League Chicago. So, and like you said, he was he he's gonna he's gonna try to appeal these things. And, and to be honest, fuck him. If the league see, say, uh, says that hey, yeah, you can't appeal it and we won't suspend you, then the league is gonna definitely be looked at. But I don't think the league is gonna do anything. Uh, and they're just gonna be like, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to take it. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself, right? Because that's a bullshit move by a bullshit person in Josh Donaldson, and he deserves that one game suspension and that fine. Um, Tim Anderson, love the guy. I've loved him ever since he he got shit on for flipping his bat, and and he's doing exactly what he wanted to do, right? Like the minute he flipped his bat, and and everybody was like, oh, this fucking guy. I was like, yes, I already like this guy because he. Just like Bryce Harper, he did a few years ago, right? Like make baseball fun again. Like they are, they are these two guys leading that charge right now, and it's it's amazing. I love the bat flips. I love the 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 bullshit that they do, you know, um, to make it fun because you know, again, baseball is definitely losing fans. So Tim Anderson should absolutely. I, I think the league should just give him a give him a quick pop shot, you know, just a free just a free punch to Josh Donaldson, you know, Manfred, if you're if you're if you're listening. Let Tim Anderson just give him a quick, clean one, like an uppercut or one in the one in the cheek or something, because Donaldson deserves it. And yes, he's added to the list of uh, people we hate on the podcast for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I know Alex would agree. I know he would agree. Uh, in terms of that, yeah, no, it was yeah. Sunday night baseball last night. It was nice to see. It was a scoreless game. Michael Kopech took a no hitter through or a perfect game through five, I believe, before their catcher broke it up. Uh, Sox scoring kind of really kicked off in that eighth inning, scoring five. Tim Anderson shushed the car out, getting his little mm-hmm. uh, payback as they were booing him all night with the t- three-run shot to right field yep. um, in that eighth inning with two outs. Um, so that was exciting. And, uh, yeah, the Sox went on to take the series and hand the Yankees their second overall series loss of the year. So um, hopefully it's something the Southsiders can build off of after the weekend. Uh, yeah, but and, yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna say just to add to my Yankees fan hate too. They were booing him and chanting Jackie at him when he was rounding the bases on that three run shot. So just... again, it's like it's like the Yankees fans do this to themselves, dude. Like what happened earlier when they were throwing garbage or beers or whatever at the Guardians, right? It was the Guardians team earlier this season. Josh Donaldson does this to Tim Anderson and then they chant Jackie at Tim Anderson while he's rounding the bases on a three run shot. Like this is just scumbag behavior. And this is why I hate all New York fans because they are scumbags. And, um, okay. Maybe not, maybe one, I have a soft spot for one and he might be on the show sometime. So I got, I really got to say it out loud before I <laughs> piss him off, but just that attitude, that behavior towards, towards a person when you know, like I said before, the the weight that's carried behind an insult like that, and they're using it as an insult, and I don't want to hear anything else, you know, on the contrary to that, because they're using it as an insult. And again, it just it just shows you what kind of classless New York fans they are, you know, for like the third time in a row this season. Yankees fans are showing their true colors, and it's scumbag colors. That's what that's what I'll say. 
<laughs> so yep. fuck them. It's it's no surprise, especially given the events of, of a, a month ago or whatever it was against uh, Cleveland. But uh, yeah, no, it's like you said, um, the one game suspension has been handed. He will appeal. Hopefully, everything will be upheld. And and I know it went to the commissioner's desk. At, so yeah, dude. I, just to wrap up my rant here, uh, New York Yankees fans are fucking scumbags. Their players are scumbags, except Rizzo. Um, and yeah, I just you know I just got passionate there for a little bit about the Yankees fans, but it's just they've been doing it all season and they've kind of been doing it for a really long time. But I will end my rant there. <laughs> oh, those damn Yankee fans! Those Yankee fans. <laughs> Uh, will be interesting to see what happens. Uh, like we said, appeal and process. Um, moving on, moving on. Matchups of the week is how we'll finish her off this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick, I know you picked three. I'm, I'm interested to see what games you'll be tuning into. All right, so the matchups to watch for me, uh, it's going to be the Red Sox versus the White Sox. It's going to be uh, starting, I think, Tuesday, if I'm not wrong. And Go on Thursday. I, what's that? Go on Thursday. Oh, Thursday. No, are you sure? It starts Tuesday. It starts Tuesday. I don't oh, know okay. So uh, I was like, I thought it started Thursday. I was like, no way. Um, yeah, just because I pick, I picked them for the the kind of the uh, first half of the week matchup, and you know, the Red Sox a little hot right now. And you know, I mentioned Trevor Story earlier. The White Sox still doing really well after coming back. You know, with from from the whole T T A and Donaldson thing. So these both of these teams have something going for them. So it's going to be really really interesting to watch their matchup, and. White Sox trying to get trying to get to the top of the AL Central right now. Uh, still, um, still behind the the Twins by only four games though. So, you know if they if they can get a couple wins here against the the Red Sox, uh, like I said, a team that is doing pretty well right now, and you know get that momentum from all the stuff with Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson, like the, you can see uh, the White Sox kind of come out get a li- inch a little bit closer to the Twins as long as they maybe struggle here this week. Um, so that's kind of what I'm I'm looking at, and it's also the Red Sox, White Sox, the Sox. You know what I mean? Like the Sox. Battle of the Sox. Battle of the Sox. I love it. Um, and then uh, the next series I have, and I think it's closer to the I, yeah, it should be the latter half of the week. Brewers at Cardinals. Um, one and two in the division right now. If the Brewers, or I'm sorry, if the Cardinals can get a couple games here on the Brewers, you know they're only back, they're only down three games in the division. Um, this is going to be a good. I I, I kind of want to say like litmus test almost, right? For like the Cardinals after beating the Giants the way they did, um, to see how they can fare, you know, against the Brewers, against the division leading Brewers. And that to me is interesting, just to see like, hey, can the Brewers hold on? Are they, you know, is their pitching and their offense really going to like take over this division here? Uh, with the Cardinals, um, at, you know, at St. Louis. So that's going to be cool to watch. And it's just, you know, NL Central. That's as the division the Cubs are in. It's always it's always fun to watch uh, that division, at least for me. Uh, I know it's kind of weak this, this season. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be f- a fun one for me. And then I also have Yankees and Rays in the latter half of the week. Another awesome matchup to watch just because, again, one and two in their, their respective divisions, the AL East. So the the Rays are only five games back of the Yankees. Yankees are coming off this like shittiness with Josh Donaldson. So a lot of like storylines kind of coming into this, right? So you never know with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, they're they've been pretty pretty consistent these last few years. So you know, in a tough AL East, a tough Yankees team, 
Uh, we'll see what they can do. And I, I forget, did I say the Yankees are? Yep, the Yankees are in Tampa. So, you know, little home field advantage for the Rays, even though they probably got like 15,000 fans there. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, great games, absolutely great games. Excited. I'll be at that Thursday game for Red Sox, White Sox. Nice, we'll nice. Be sitting in the bleachers. If you're any listeners, come find me from three up, three down. We'll be sitting in the bleachers with some friends. Um, I also have the Rays and Yankees game for the middle of the week. I think nice. that's going to be a great series. So I love that we're thinking alike. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Cardinals, Blue Jays uh, to start the week. I think that'll be kind of fun. I like watching the uh, Vladdy Jr. I think he's always entertaining, and, and I think uh, um, Guzman gets the start for the second or third game of that series, and then. My final game for the weekend. Uh, I was going to take Cubs Sox, but I already expected that to go um, the Sox way. So, with that being said, I want to watch again Vladdy Jr. versus Shohei, Mike Trout, and the LA Angels on the weekend, as I think that will be some good baseball to watch as well. Um, should be some good games, like you said. Yankees uh, Rays 2 1 2, battling it out. Um, so another another exciting week of uh, of baseball is what I'd say. I, I, like we said, Alex is in enemy territory. He will join us again next week. Um, hopefully, you know. I, I hope he went to the game. I don't think he was able to go to the game yesterday. But um, oh yeah, he's yeah, in I don't enemy know. territory. Didn't he you say got anything? He, he said he was going to go right. right and just like talk all this shit. I thought. He said he was going to go to the game and talk uh, all this he shit. He was going to try. He was going to yeah. try. He was going to try, that's for sure. we got to find out. Um, we sent him on a little recon mission. I doubt that it came through, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, no, but man, anything uh, Anything else on your end? I, no, I man. That makes it that – makes, that, I've got nothing. I was just going to say that Jays-Angels game, that one's going to be good, uh, the series, just because Angels one and a half back uh, from the AL West uh, from Houston – and, you know, Houston was my hot last, I think last week was, was my hot. So, you know, 27-15 right now, Angels 26-17. and 17, So that's going to be a very important one in Toronto. Like, they're seven and a half games back, but they have a 22-19 and 19 record. So they definitely want to keep the wins rolling, and they definitely want to beat the Angels. And like you said, that Otani-Vladi matchup, that's just... Uh, that's just good for baseball, man. Two really awesome players, and Mike Trout. Mike Trout's kind of like the secondary over here, right? You know, from from you know the way he burst onto the league, he's secondary to Otani and Vladdy. So, still got a lot of entertaining and good baseball there. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, but yeah, I think that's numero trace of three up, three down, episode three. Uh, Indeed, icy hot. Shout us out. Uh, at and uh, Rick on Instagram on Twitter, uh, follow us at Crack One Media for the page on Instagram. Follow me at Siffy Man on Instagram or at, on Twitter. I think I flip flopped it all. And uh, Rick <laughs> for Twitter. Yep. At Crack One Media for Instagram. Yep. At Siffy Man Twitter for me. Um, Instagram jsiff nineteen I believe. Otherwise. Uh, check out the Crack One Media blog page and um, yeah, have a good night. Appreciate you hopping on with me. Um, Alex, get back home safe if you're listening and yeah, we'll talk up, to you next week. Yeah, man. New new segment next week. So everybody stay tuned for next week. We're going to have a new segment on the show and I just want to point out again, get on the YouTube, subscribe, uh, 
I forgot to post something on the Crack One uh, Media Instagram page, but I will be doing that this week. Uh, nice little, nice little, uh, I guess, raffle for all you guys listening out there, baseball fans specifically. Uh, but yeah, check out uh, Crack One Media on YouTube. But yeah, man, it was it's a great time. Like you said, Alex, hurry up, get back, so we can uh, roast each other. <laughs> Have a good night, brother. <laughs> all right, man. You too. See ya. Yankees lose. <laughs> Hits it in the air to right. Back at the wall, and the White Sox win it. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes.